You are now tuned into the Nail Tell Show. Nail Tell on everything. So, hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. Oh man, Chanel. Um, unfortunately, uh, we are gathered at such a time. Um, and today's episode, we're kind of feeling pulled yes. to have to talk about the latest events that are um triggering our people yes um affecting the african-american community yes um and you're seeing the sentiment of the world (laughs) okay of these united states if you will yes um i'm so glad that we get to have this conversation um with our good friend uh mark james who you and i both um had the pleasure of working with um So without further ado, guys, we want to introduce you to Mark James. He is an author, um, and he's very well versed um, into subject matter pertaining to, you know, African-Americans, okay, Um, Black people, people of color, okay? This is, and he's a Black man, so we just wanted to get his voice on the, 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 the status of being a black man in this United States. Especially during this time. Especially during this time. Yes. So without further ado, everyone, Mark James. Hey, hello, Mark. Hello. Hey, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Mark. First of all, can I just tell you that Chanel and I are so thrilled to have you on the show. Um, number one, guys, I have to give you a little bit of a backstory. While working with Mark, he was always uh, my sense of reason, okay? Yes. (laughs) First of all, we're both Libras, all three of us. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, So we seek balance in all that we do. do. We can't help it. We We can't can't help help it. it. Absolutely. We cannot help it. But anytime I felt frustrated and needed to um, vent or I needed to be recentered, I always found Mark. Yes. Okay. And he always was able to speak in some type of proverb to get me right back together. Okay. Period. <laughs> yes, I worked with him for a short time. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, everything that you're saying, I can say is true yes. about Mark. Um, definitely a teacher. Yes. Definitely. Uh, I love how well-spoken and articulate you always yes. were. Very good at customer service. Very good when it comes to aesthetic. Oh yes, my God. yes. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> yes. You guys have to visit his Instagram page. You will not be disappointed. No, absolutely. It's, it's Everything so black. Amazing. Beautiful. Yes. Okay. Yes. Loving um, every bit. Thank you. So thank you. today we want to, again, we have you here on the show because mm-hmm. we really want your take on what's going on today. Yeah. Uh, so first of all, let's start with who are you? Yes, Mark. Um. Well, first of all, thank you for um, including me in the show. Um, thanks for um, asking me to discuss this topic. Yes. Um, it's helpful for all of us to express at this mm. time. Um, every day. Um, every day is a revolution in my, in my mind. Ooh. Um, and that's, that's a, a tag that I... It's funny, before this occurred, before these recent events occurred, right? most of my the stuff that I write just kind of comes in comes into my head it, it it comes out of conversation with people like you guys right yes um and one day I'm just laying around the house you know in quarantine and every day a revolution pops into my head mm. and I write that down which is what I usually do and I just leave it and it kept coming back to me during the course of the day and I'm like let me let me make that more impactful Right. So that's been living with me for quite a few weeks. And then these things happen. Right. Yes. Um, so, yeah, um, I'm, I'm in this constant state at all times. Wow. Um, I don't want to be here, but I have to be mm. um, the, you know, in the way that you mentioned us kind of always seeking balance as Libras, I can't help. But have us be the focal point mm. right that's yes. that's uh um that's that's the thing with me and and so but as so I, that speaks to who i am yes um, to lead into the question that's a lot of who i am it's not all of who i am um because i'm not in this constant state of agitation um a lot of times i'm i'm, I'm joy you know i want to laugh a lot i i listen to music all day all kinds of music 
Um, so I am, I'm a black man. I'm a brother. I'm a son. Mm. Uh, you know, I'm an educator. I'm a writer. Um, yes. I'm a friend. I, um, I'm growing, you know, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm finding more and more of who I am unapologetically. So mm, yes. I love you know, that. But I don't need to make excuses for who I am, what I am, where I am, any of those things. Absolutely. And if we disagree, we disagree. Uh, that doesn't mean we're enemies. We just disagree. We just, under, we, you know, we seek to understand each other um, in the way that I think is, you know, important for you to understand yourself. And once you know that, everything else comes into focus. Mm. So, yeah. Indeed. Mark, so today's episode, we titled it, first, this, we started a little a hashtag, and it was supposed to be fun and just, you know, mm -hmm. uh, by Marvin Gaye, and we would just play the song, and whatever we were doing, we would um, have that song playing in the background. But now we kind of resurfaced it, gave it new mm -hmm. meaning um, by titling this episode, Make Me Wanna Holler. What makes you want to holler at this time? <laughs> um, hmm. I know. Ooh. Stupidity, stupidity makes me want to holler. Mm. Um, willful ignorance. Wow. Yeah. Mark, and, oh God, and, you, you're going to have to get into that. Yeah. Come on. And just the flat out refusal of information, right? Mm. And what I mean by that is um, a lot of times I'll be presented with information, right? And so let's 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 use Democratic and Republican split as a as an as an example. You know, the Republican cause or agenda might make its way in front of me if by discussion or newsreel or whatever. And I'll be like, you know what? Knee natural knee jerk, right? Nope, I'm not for that. But I have to listen. Mm -hmm. Right? Because the information that I'm given doesn't necessarily have to be something that I digest wholly. It just has to be something that I know. Yes. And later on, at some unforeseen time, that information is going to be very, very valid. Yes. yes. That information is going to be useful. So a lot of times when I encounter, I encounter people constantly who just automatically say, nope, I don't want nothing, nothing to do with that. And they don't even know why. Ask them why, and they have no response. Mm. You know, they have no response. And, and, and that is, you know, all of my pet peeves. Like, I have a thousand, right? So all of my, <laughs> my pet peeves <laughs> just, like, snowballed into one. The, 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 the just, you know, refusal of information, right? Like, nobody wants to really... Um, know their history nobody wants mm. to tell their story nobody wants to um face their own truths and that's like that's a state of ignorance that a lot of us globally not just as african americans africans across the globe have um become victim not only um of racism and oppression and all of that but we've become our own uh, victims right like we need to fight the fight within first yes and then we can go out and do that but we need to we need to do it in an open way you know like you can't go to college and just study your major right you got to study all the other things that support that major Absolutely. Yes. so that that that's that's what makes me want to you know scream <laughs> and you know what and to that degree mark i totally understand that and see, that's that's wisdom for you to be able to take information and able to backlog it, if you will, because mm -hmm. that information, like you said, it may not be useful then, um, especially when it comes to people's agenda and where they are. Yes. You can piecemeal. OK, I remember you saying that. And this is why when there's a call to action, your response is the way it is, because I remember you showing me or piecemealing to me where you were prior, you know. Right. So I love that. And that takes some maturity to be able to not just um, digest information, but to put it in its proper place um, and where it belongs. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Honestly, now with this COVID-19 things going on, the COVID-19 thing, and to add Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, because I want to yeah. your names, Breonna Taylor, and now George Floyd. Floyd. Yes. 
-hmm. having to deal with that on top of a pandemic that's Mm. allegedly taking out more of the minority race. Yeah. It makes me want to holler. Yeah. It makes me want to holler. Because like you said, we have to be accountable for us first, right? And as the black community, we're not eating right. Yep. We, we have that against us. We eat everything yeah. under the sun. Obesity is at an all-time high. Uh, mm-hmm. Heart disease. All those things affect the African-American community. So it's like, okay, here it is. We have this now. But we have all these other outliers added into it. Now we have the higher toes and death rate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like an ongoing mass genocide but it's almost in silence you know yeah, what I mean it's yeah. like it's in, it's in like deference yeah. to who we think we are in this society particularly in American society you know being born not of US soil um, my my point of view is a little different yes um, but it but when it comes down to the basics of what it means to be black that's the same Right. The more years I spent in the U.S., the more I understood that we were more alike than different. Mm. Right. So, you know, it, it, it's, it is really, um, you, you know, African-Americans have a very unique experience because that, that what makes it unique is the tie to slavery. That's yes. right. Right. The tie to slavery and the fact that it, it's a condition that kind of turned into disease, turned into infection, turned into um, just kind of like a mental um, hole. Yes, absolutely. And and it just kind of like it keep it kept sacrificing us over and over and over and over. And so I'm not a, a separate. For, I'm not separate from that because now I'm a, I'm a part of the the population. So I it's like it's like you know a, a, a washing tide you know I'm, I'm i'm in the mix yeah so you know you're gonna you're gonna fight this cause you know or you're gonna lay down and die mm. you know it, it that's my and i and i always you know would say to people i i'm not i don't i understood where i where i was like what i'm willing to do like i would not put myself in danger like I would not go on the front lines of a protest, right? Automatically, that's not my my. Uh, I wouldn't push to that, right? I understand okay. that. The 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 because it's I'm coming from. A, I want to come from a place of love mm-hmm. more than hate. But sometimes love is harsh. You know, love is uh, is not as soft as we imagine it to be. But if I had to, if I had to take it to the streets, I would in a heartbeat. If it came down to that. I would do it. I wouldn't sit in the corner and wait for it to kind of like brush over. That's right. Um, that 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 is. Um, but in, like you said, in in terms of like all the all the stuff that we we've, we've had to deal with as a people, and on top on top of that, we have COVID nineteen. Right. And people are still not getting it. I mean, I live in a neighborhood where you see examples every day of people being completely clueless. Yeah. It's, it's, it's shameful. It's ignorant really. about it. Ignorant and about shameful. It. Exactly. Yeah. But Mark, yeah. to that sentiment, I want you to speak to your, your origins. Um, mm-hmm. And then please let the, our listeners know how long you've been um, in the U.S. Oh, well, originally. How from- differs from... Um, American African American society here. Mm. You said, "What's the difference in what?" Yeah, how it differs between the two, because you made that. Oh. Like, what's the difference? As, okay. Yeah. So. So yeah, first, I mean, I'm born in um, Trinidad and Tobago, yeah. which is a twin island. Speaking to the twins, <laughs> the twin island of Trinidad and Tobago, um, and you know, I lived there up until I was 16. And then I migrated to the U.S. Um, so I've been here a while. I grew up here. Mm-hmm. Um, I was born and nurtured at home. And now this home kind of, you know, reshaped and retooled and kind of made me into what I am today. I think I would have been some version of this had I stayed in Trinidad. Mm-hmm. But this is different, right? So the difference is, again, I'll go back to slavery, right? The unique experience of slavery uh, globally, like Trinidad is at the, if you don't know where Trinidad is, it's like at the end, there's this huge chain of islands that go down, like, you know, from um, 
from if you look at Florida on the map and you start looking at the rest of the islands below it that seep into the Caribbean and go all the way down the end of that chain, Trinidad is right there, um, right next to um, Venezuela, right? Mm-hmm. So we're the last island on the chain. And when you look at the the history as it relates to um, islands in the Caribbean and their slavery experience, it's not necessarily that it, nece- that it was easier. It doesn't mean that slavery was easier. Like we weren't running around in colored skirts, happy to do the master's bidding. Right. Um, but at the same time, it was a very different kind of slavery the further you went down the chain. So Jamaica um, particularly has a very, very brutal slavery. Yes. Um, history. And that's because of where they are on the chain. Like after a while, you know, the British Empire is is kind of... Um, letting go of the reins and the people that are in place are running the running these places the way they see yes Yes. and so they're not as they're not as brutal in their handling um as the years go on as as the further you get down the chain so trinidad is the first um island i think the first nation i think to be emancipated from slavery Mm -hmm. if i'm not correct i have to look that up again um but we're kind of like the groundbreakers in that sense so we achieve emancipation um, we're one of the first, one of the first few islands to gain independence. So, but even still, the the foothold, right, of the 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 mark that slavery made, the mark that um, um, the British rule, you know, made, because we went through a few hands, you know, the mm-hmm. Portuguese, the, the French, the British, and they were brutal. you know, Portugal. yes. So we had a few, you know, they were, we were passed around like a prostitute uh, before right. we got to the. To the British, and by the time we get to that, you start to see a revolt, right? Yes. And you start to see, and later on, before I come into the world, um, the Black Power movement is happening, um, and that's not only happening in the civil, you know, that civil rights kind of like rumbling, early rumblings is not happening just in in America; it's happening globally. Yes. Um, and so, the way things kind of shake out in Trinidad is very different from, you know. Um, it, the hold is there, but it's not like I Trinidad, like people in Trinidad identify as Trinidadians, not as black people, white people, Chinese people. Mm. You know, everybody is a national I, I, um, ideology, right? We are all Trinidadians, but we understand that this one, you know, after the slaves get emancipated, they bring in Indian indentured laborers mm-hmm. as. Um, you know, voluntary slaves, essentially. Right. right. And they get to decide when their slavery is going to end. They get to decide when they go back, if they go back to India or they just kind of buy some land and settle. Here. Right. Most people chose to stay there. Right. And when you flip that, Americans never had that. So they so in, in a sense, um, the 40 acres and a mule theory, like they got we got it in the Caribbean. Mm. Right. We got that option. African-Americans never had. That. Right never really had it there were there were moments in history history where we were able to obtain it but it was so fleeting. yes this is so true you know right and here comes integration and integration you know and this is controversial even still integration disrupts that all over again yep because now we decide we want to be included we don't want to keep our neighborhoods and businesses and black colleges we don't want to um, educate our own, you know, so that that completely, you know, kind of like pulls the the the, the foundation from under us, and and then decades later, here we are, still trying to get footing, yep. you know. So that's that's really the, the 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 difference. But but the but the systematic oppression is everywhere. It is it is everywhere, you know. Now, Mark. Your experience, um, your experience here, um, being a black man, if you could sum it up, what what could you say? Um, okay, real quick. Um, hmm. James Baldwin said it, said it, you know, said what it means to be a black man the best, I think. And he said to be a Negro in this country and to be relatively conscious is to be in a rage almost all the mm, time. Yep. Right. And um, the the challenges that I faced are, you know, I've I've gone through the same series of. I remember yesterday I was telling my friend, 
about a lot of things that happened when I had started living in the country, you know, um, feeling the, the kind of cloak of racism in this country um, without first having a, an experience, you know. Then it led to um, being questioned by the police randomly, pulled aside. Um, at one point I was asked, I was on a break from work years ago, asked to walk back to a bank that was robbed mm. to stand outside and be identified by the teller. Oh my God, Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had that. I had um, my last apartment. I remember painting it, taking a break from painting. You know, my friend and I walked up the street. I'm like, let's take a break. Let's walk up, walk off this pizza um, and see the neighborhood. Like, look around and see what's there. So we're like, oh, there's a park down here. Let's take a walk down here. Mind you, we're wearing T-shirts, basketball shorts, and flip-flops. Right? We get stopped. You know, all of a sudden, a car, police car pops in front of us. Two policemen jump out. They want to talk to us. I'm not in agreement with none of this. Wow. You know, my friend is, he wants to, he's asking soft questions like, well, well, why did you stop us, officer? Like, what's happening? And, you know, and I'm like, I don't care what's happening. This is ridiculous. You know, and then I get asked for my ID. And I'm like, well, I don't have ID. I just took a walk. I need ID to take a walk. Oh, yes. You know, and he said, yes, it's law that you have, you should have ID on you at all times. Right. And I say, well, I live right up the street at 512, you know, and he says, oh, that's a far place to take a walk. I'm like, wow. wow. And we proceed to get harassed. I proceed to take my phone out, take pictures of their car, take pictures of their badges and everything that's going, going around. And I know this could go left. Yes. Right. But I refuse. I refuse to let people feel that I am in deference to, to, to them. I, I just, you know, I'm no less than you. Thank God for my father instilling those ideas in my head early, you know, teaching me about my, my history and my people. I am no less than. So you don't get, you, even as an officer, you don't get to do that. And there were so many, you know, experiences like that. And at the time I was, you know, back then I was young. Wow. Part of it, leave, living at home, didn't want to tell my mother, didn't want to tell my sister because they would be scared. My mother would tell me, quit the job. You know, I, you know, all of these things. And I just didn't want to rattle them. So I didn't share a lot of it. Now I'm sharing um, things that happened to me years ago that they don't even know, and they were around. Wow. So you know, it's it's a lot of that, a lot of other stories like that. Wow, Mar. Unfortunately, now yeah. now, mind you, present day working in the field in which we work in, and Chanel mm. and I have this conversation, and Mark, we've had this conversation um, yep. many uh, of, of days in regards to uh, working in areas of service where they treat you as if you were the servant. And yes. um, and some of those uh, latent uh, behaviors are now manifested right. uh, and pulled to the forefront when you work in these arenas. And we've seen that many a time. Um, so honestly, Mark, when I'm, I'm saying all of that to say this, um, I don't know about you, but it's more comforting for me if you tell me that you don't like me to my face right in front of me versus you wearing the mask and I don't know you are my enemy. That's and right. You, are. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. Right. So I take on the mantle of Frederick Douglass and W.E.B. E. B. Du Bois where we are together but separate. I honestly yeah. find comfort in that. That's right. All of this mm -hmm. integration and things like that has caused nothing but more, um, um, how do you say, strife between yes. us? Because yeah, put strife. so many yep. barriers for us to succeed. We had a Black Wall Street. We had all of these different ventures in real estate and mm -hmm. things that when we were separate. That's right. You know what I mean? Yes. And I think we prosper better that way. Yeah, to a degree. I agree. And yeah, the, the to a degree, a large degree. I think, you know, when we were asking for for um to be included, right? We didn't understand fully what we were asking. Right, that's for. right. And even in today, that's one of the things that always kind of replays in my head. When I ask something, anything, what are you asking for? That's right. And the ability to be clear, and I'm not, oh, I don't always succeed at this. The ability to be clear in your intention. What do you want? You know, what do you want? And, and, and you know, it, it, it's, it's sad that um, we find ourselves still fighting for approval and 
feeding the fear, yes. right. right? Feeding, feeding white um, supremacy. Because every time we react with an, oh my God, and a, I can't believe this, we are giving them power. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's like when, when somebody said, I forget who, somebody said um, during one of the times recently in recent years when there was a shooting um, and the person said, if every black man in America went and applied for a gun license, the laws would change immediately. immediately in the same breath. <laughs> okay. Because your right to bear arms is, is the same as, as the yep, other guys, that's right? right? Yep. They, yeah. So enough said. <laughs> enough said. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, you, you hit it on the head with that. Sure Absolutely. Did. Yeah, but there has to be a hierarchy of who is the, the dominant being. Do you see what I'm saying? Unfortunately, in this America, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, once we decided that, hey, we want to be integrated and we want to, you know, it it should be an equal foreground for for blacks and whites to live among each other and work among each other and things like that. It had to be a divide. Mm -hmm. It had to be a divide of some sort to make sure they knew that they still had the rule. Exactly. Because it's like giving up, giving crumbs, you know, it's like, I'll give them this little bit here. But when you really look at the law, when you really look at what America says they represent, because it's an advertising to the rest yes. of the world. This is how great we mm-hmm. are. It's like any product online, right? We have, we're innovative and new. We are, you know, for lack of a better term, you know, this right. is and then you get the product and you're like, no, this is shit, right. right? So so America has, you know, done a very, very good job right. of, of, of advertising itself as the place, the safe place to land. Not only until you land. And then you realize, oh, I'm not, this hotel is not advertised, you know, <laughs> this way. This is like, this is the opposite of, of you know what I signed up for now there are a lot of great things about this country you know mm. and I think one one huge misconception is that when I speak honestly and I think you guys experience this too when I when you speak honestly people automatically assume that you're anti yes you're anti-patriotic you're racist you're segregationist but some of that is true some of that some of those ideas resonate with me i would much if i had lived in the ninth, late 1950s 60s i would have been one of those people fighting to stay separate right yes right i wouldn't be fighting with mlk i would be with martin with um malcolm yeah i would be with um what's his name the the, the uh revolution maker and uh garvey marcus, yeah marcus garvey yes Bill. Right, we're back. We're back. <laughs> we're back. We're back. I don't know what happened. My my Wi-Fi just was like knocked out for a second. I think that's what okay. did it. Let me ask you: Is do you work better off Wi-Fi or you work better on your data? No, I'm on. Well, you're on Wi-Fi is better. Yeah. For okay. Some, yeah. Okay. Good. Good. All right. So uh, continue where where, where we so left off. That basically, was, uh, what I was saying was yeah. I, was, I was wrapping up. I was basically saying that I would be on the side of the more radical um, revolutionaries, on the, you know, mm-hmm. the radical thinkers. I I agree with a lot of things that um that that MLK had to say, and all you know the the ones who are known for 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 protesting in peace. I think that has value too. Right. But I think when you're dealing with such an adversary, you need to act with force because it's all mm-hmm. they understand. Mm. you know they understand force yes they understand that kind of um that kind of response so it's like of course when you respond that way it's like you're the angry black woman you know yep you're an aggressive black man all yeah. these things you know and again completely fine being seen that way i'm okay you think i'm aggressive okay the yep. same some uh summary that you've come to <laughs> with regards to me i feel the same way about you yes until yes. you show me love Yes. You know. <laughs> and that's the thing that they yeah. don't understand. I'm seeing yeah. a lot of people comment on what's happening with the looting and the uh the violence mm. and things like that. And although I am um you know, I'm against that, but you have to respect where that's coming from. We mm-hmm. have dealt with this for 400 years. Yeah. And now it continues to go on. There will there's going to be a small percentage of people who are tired 
And this is the way the initial reaction of this. We let you, you heard no violence for the Breonna Taylor, the, uh, the um, Ahmaud Aubrey. Mm -hmm. Now, here we are. You have this violent um, video from start to finish of you murdering a black man calling out for his mama on camera. How do you think that elicits peace? That's yeah, right. it doesn't. Right. It, it doesn't. doesn't. It, it doesn't. doesn't. It, it says doesn't. it says it doesn't make me want to be peace, you know. But at the same time, like I get, a friend of mine just posted about people talking about um, the looting thing, right? And it's like people will often veer off topic to avoid confront confronting mm. the real issues. Mm. You want to talk about looting? Nobody wants to see their cities burned to the ground because what that means is it's going to eventually affect me. Right. That's right. We don't. We don't want that. But if it if we have to, then burn it down. If we have to, then raise your voice. You yep. know, this is what we have to do now. Of course, there's always a percentage of the population that says, "Who I'm going to get a new TV?" You know, <laughs> like yes, like this yes. is not you're not fighting the cause. If you're if you're gr grabbing TVs, you're not about the cause. If you want to go down and 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 make a a a, a, a visual kind of uh, you know uh, a, a angry you know violent kind of reaction to it and show them how angry you are you don't have to take anything just just show them yeah you know um, right but it's 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 pe people will always go off topic man this is the same reason why they would say hey you know Chantel, you can you know you need to be a little more a little less aggressive and make it about your aggression and not about what you're angry about yeah that's right oh my god it's like we have to go into these workplaces social gatherings whatever the case may be uh, with diversity is, mm -hmm. and we are often faced with, oh, well, she, she has a hard shell or she looked like mm -hmm. an angry black woman. But just the other day, uh, a woman was shot down in her home and mm. she had nothing to do with the crime, with True. a crime, and, and wasn't harboring the man that they was looking for because he was already arrested. Yep. And yep. they shot her dead. And I have to go to work and suppress my feelings of anger just mm. to appease yep. you, just yep. so you can be comfortable yep. with me working right. with me. But God forbid, yep. Starbucks doesn't make their drink right. You oh, gotta yeah. hear about that all day. Oh yeah. <laughs> right? Oh yeah. You gotta hear oh, yeah. about you gotta hear about um what they're angry about. Yeah, all the time. And it's like we again we have been conditioned to identify with them. You look at any narrative. After a while of the, the, the oppressed fighting, they start to identify with their oppressor. They start to feel sorry for the oppressor. Mm. Of course I'm going to raise your children and feed them out of my own breast. Mm. Of course I'm going to live here 24-7 and be at your beck and call and ignore my own family, right? Wow. Of course my man is going to be at home feeling less than a man, drinking, out there maybe cheating on me coming back to the children i'm gone or i'm just coming home and he's angry at everybody my family model is dust yes right because all i do is feed you jesus mm. wow wow all i do is feed you i'm not feeding you anything anymore anything and yes anger is a big part of it yes and i say you know i i often say to my friend and i have i will i have one white friend that I can that honestly say long we've been friends a long time we've had our disagreements we will continue to have them because the fact mm -hmm. of the matter is he's white and I'm black that's right. right and that's it we understand that now but I will say, say to people and I've probably said it to you Chantel you know it's like I don't I don't trust them I don't mm -hmm. I don't trust them as far as I can kick them and that's not very far. <laughs> you have you know, the heart Yeah, like I, that's the way I feel. That's the way I feel. And I mean that doesn't mean, you know, white customer number forty five comes up to me and says, Hey, can you help me? I'll turn around and help you. Right. But but in essence, I am scared for my own life. Jesus. And you that's calling a thing a thing because yeah. you are scared for your life because yeah. you know what they think of you. Yeah. You know, and Chantel, just by the you color witnessed... your skin that. Yes, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. You, you, you know, but I was going to say, you witnessed, we don't have to go into that story, but you witnessed one of my um, altercations with a white person. Yes, Mark. At work. Absolutely. And you, you who, who does that make? When, when I saw the woman in Central Park, 
You not saw only, her. Yeah. Not only that played back in my because I've had several of those experiences. I've had several. Mm. And see, and that's what I'm saying. Can't, no one could fault you. Anyone that's listening to this, you can take offense if you want to. But this is real life experience, something that we have to encounter yeah. every, every day, day. every day, because experience. honestly, that privilege allows them to be able, give them the comfort to pick up the phone, call the police and lie on you. That's right. OK. And mm-hmm. you'll wind up not in jail, but under the jail or yes. worse. Okay, so a black man and woman have to deal with that, that strife and and, and appease you at work, subdue their personality because you tell them that they're too strong, they're too dominant, they're aggressive. All of this plays back over and and over over again when we go out into this world. You know, and yesterday and and just to to, um, add to that, yesterday I went for a walk, Mark, Mm -hmm. and before I left this house, I was already on a mental break because of mm. hearing about George Floyd. I was already, you know, at a place where I was just like, you know what? I, I'm just over it. I was angry. And I needed right. to go get some fresh air. I took my fanny pack. I had my mace and I had my stun gun in my hand. <laughs> because where I am, it's a mixed neighborhood. Yeah. You go two blocks down the other way, it's mansions. Like old mm-hmm. mansions, old white people live in there. Mm-hmm. So I, God forbid, I'm walking and they tell me what you doing around here. It could happen. It could happen. Mm-hmm. It could happen. Yep. So I said, I got to be girded up before I even leave this house because two doors down, two blocks down is somewhere I shouldn't even be walking, but I want to get my two miles in and I'd rather right. go to the nicer neighborhood than go to where, where is, is they shooting you, bullets you, off. Yes. Something, right? Yeah. Yep. I mean, I remember, but it's I remember, a war yeah. either way. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's a, a war. war you're, either... you're in an ongoing fight. It never yep, ended. It never, the, the, this never ended. Never ended. It never stopped. And so I remember leaving Philly to go to St. Louis for on vacation and had that exact same experience. Wow. Walking through a beautiful neighborhood, getting history by the wonderful host that we had, two sisters, and stopped by the police and told to uh, escort it out. Wow. Get back in your car. And mm. then they drove behind us to make sure we were out. Mm. So around the corner from where you live. Yes. It could. Uh, uh, don't be surprised if a Confederate flag pops up. Oh, yeah. It could happen. <laughs> you know oh, I mean? yeah. It's, oh, yeah. It's, it's real. It's real. Oh, yeah. Mark, I'm telling you, people don't understand the Black experience. And for us to love on our counterparts, it really is a true act of love, given the history. Because if we go two generations back in your bloodline, y'all were lynching and killing us and suppressing us. So for me to look in your face and you're like, oh, I love you. You know, you are my person. No, your forefathers didn't think so. So... This is so. Remember, I was mentioning a rev, my revolutionary acts, right? Every day, yes. a revolutionary act, right? This is an example of a re- revolutionary, which uh, revolutionary act to me, right? Yes. Somebody that is not of color walks up to me and says, "Oh my God, your hair is so beautiful." Mm. Silence. I don't need you to tell me that. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. Not that I might say. I might say thank you, but it'll be a dry thank you. Right. <laughs> I right. Don't need validation from you. Right. I am validated. Right. So I don't. I don't. I don't need it. That is. A, I don't need your approval for that because not too long ago in my in my life, I was told by a non a person of a person who was not of color to cut my hair. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need a compliment from you. Yeah. You know. Seriously speaking, it's nice, but but I don't need it. The reality of it is this, and we see this, um, it's on Instagram all the time. They love our culture. Yep. They love our music. Mm -hmm. They just don't love us. Mm -hmm. And they try to imitate it. And they try to recreate it. But it's all us. Mm-hmm. And that's good if we inspire and we influence you. But they take it away from you. But they take yep. it away from you. Yep. Yeah. And then you devalue us, but yet you stole it from us. Yep. Right. That's where All the problem the comes. And that's where the problem that's comes the problem because comes. you don't give recognition 
You don't give honor to where honor is right. due. You don't do yeah. that. You just take. Not only do you not get to have full freedom, full acknowledged, experienced freedom, you don't get to have that, nor do you get to keep your culture. Yeah. You don't get to keep what you create. No. Nope. You know, it, 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 you, you have to give it away to get to the next level, right? Because, you, you know, somebody has to be the, the groundbreaker, you know, and, and, and in so many cases, those groundbreakers, those people, those people who were on the, on the, you know, on the chopping block first, who we know of in the entertainment industry and, you know, and elsewhere, um, were massacred by yep. these people, yeah. you know, in so many, in so many ways. Some of them were literally, you know, literally killed and figuratively killed as well. You know oh, I mean? absolutely. So like, absolutely. You know, and it's like you end up with all the bread and I'm looking down at a bowl that once had flour in it. And Jesus. it's like, absolutely. And I and just want to, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, Mark. Yeah, no, go ahead. And I just want to put this out there too, uh, to any of our, um, our white friends or counterparts that may be listening to this podcast. We just ask that you become educated, read, on our history, read on what's really going on and read the fullness of it because it's a lot. It's a lot of things to be uncovered. And if you are a friend, if we are a friend, you need to speak up, use your privilege. We're not asking you to lose your livelihood. We're not asking you for that. Mm -hmm. But we are asking if you hold my hand while we are at work or you hold my hand while we're in a social gathering or if you still say those words, I love you, you are a friend, then be a friend now. Yeah. Don't hush yeah. up now. Be yeah. the friend because imagine me at night having to pray over my son years ahead because I'm scared for his life. Mm-hmm. Because I'm scared that one day I won't be here to protect him, but I'm, I'm praying that God covers him and that the yeah. wisdom that that I've been praying over him lasts beyond my years mm-hmm. for him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, Imagine the, the, having the silence. A, the silence is, is just as damaging. Yeah. As the imagine, um, Mark, imagine having to explain at eight years old because now you have to do it sooner. You have oh, to do Jesus. it sooner. You know, Mark, and I, and I, and I, and I hate to uh, bring this up, but I am my son two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He was riding with his father and he saw a cop must have arrested a, a, a black young man or whatever. I talked to my four year old son that night. You know what he said to me, Mark? He said, what? why don't the cops like us? Why don't the cops like us, mommy? Are they the bad guys or are we the bad guys at four years old? crazy and i said oh god i'm gonna have we're gonna have to start having these conversations and ready ourselves for these conversations because this is our reality it's 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 extremely i mean i talk to my my girlfriend danielle every day she has two girls yes but you know we talk about you know being black a lot right and what that means in in all settings right um what it means to be a black mother in in all in all these different things and you know one of the things i keep hearing over and over from her is the fear for her children yeah you know like i'll never understand that and i i i I, because i don't have a child but i get it and and the the i heard somewhere that you know somebody said if the child is old enough to ask the question they're old enough to hear the answer Mm. so your son is ready for the answer you know he may not be ready for the for the for the college level version of it but at some in some way he needs to hear it from you um because he's 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 you know expressing yes and he's aware of it it's like it's seeping into his consciousness already at this age yes you know so a lot of people will block that and say no he's not ready he's not ready but you're not preparing him that's right you know, you don't want him to be scared. Obviously, you don't want him to be to to be unhappy, have to have to knock out his childhood. But the, but the reality is, he is a black man in this country, and that can't be denied. That's wow. right. So, what advice would you tell um, single single women? Um, you touch on it honestly right now. But what advice mm-hmm. can you give single women out there that will help them ready their children 
in this event being especially, a black man, especially black children, black yeah. boys. Yes. I kind of, I kind of wrote some like notes on it um, on that particular question because that's something I probably could answer off the cuff, but it may take a you know it's like the things I came up with was you know for black women to you know awareness I would say I would lead with the word awareness mm. like make your children aware of the world that they're living in Be- even if that world is um, start with the household right because that's their first kind of world yes you know outside of your body that's their first world and then then they then there's a whole other set of experiences that happen when they start going into school and and then they start seeing more and more of the world so make them aware of what what is you know and for and for black women i think and i know it it's hard um but um try to avoid early practices of emasculation Mm. um don't tell him he's soft because he fell off the bike and he whimpered you know um i see and 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 i see a lot i've seen a lot of examples of this um where in in h&m one day this woman is walking up the stairs and her son is trailing behind and on the landing in the Walnut Street location, as you guys know, we have mer- merchandise. There. Yes. At that point, we had all girls dresses. So he's touching it as he's walking up the stairs behind the mom. And he says, this is pretty. And she turned around not to say what I think she should say, yes. which is come here or I'll wait for you or walk back a couple of steps and grab. Right. Her. She screams from where she was. Get away from those dresses, you faggot oh my goodness wow he was the age that your son is now wow 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 see you know like that is dangerous yes, very, very dangerous behavior and then you then then they get to the point where you know they're at college and you know or they're in their teens maybe and you know you're telling them to be this or be that but you didn't prepare them to be that you didn't prepare them to be strong you didn't prepare them to be love you didn't wow. you know you didn't find a good balance of strength and vulnerability um because i because vulnerability is is very essential to i think male upbringing yes. very yeah. very essential um it was you know I, I i didn't get punished physically a lot but i got it enough i felt it enough i felt that kind of like scared that 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 thing in the air that said don't be that yes you know so i would encourage i would encourage parents mothers specifically because a lot of black women are raising boys by themselves be aware of uh of that 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 tunis you know like that needs to exist you know he needs to be strong so he can be a good man to his future wife and a good father but he also needs to be vulnerable for when she wants to cry and he's available to let her do so Mm. you know it's 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 really important wow mark that's deep that's so good and it's it's so right on time because i feel like a lot of our black men even in conversation they have this ultra idea of masculinity if you show any type of vulnerability it, it, it makes you weaker. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and and this yeah. is coming from, you know, other men who have raised them, you know, uh, these sing- a lot of, and I have to give it back to the mothers, some of these single mothers raising them because they don't have a man. They're putting all this extra responsibility on their children right. and, 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 and having them grow up. Oh, because I don't have that. I'm where my void is. You're gonna have to supply it. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. yeah. It ha- you see it every day in every plain day sight. in plain sight. Plain sight. Absolutely. And then, you, and then, and then you raise or or there's the there's the opposite of that where you um, coddle your boy to death, right? You you coddle him. Oh, I'll do it for you. I'll help you. Mm-hmm. I'll do this. I'll do that. So you raise. You have now a twenty something year old. You know, baby. Yep. Come on, Mark. And then you and then you give him to a woman and say, hey, you continue doing what I do. Mm. So there's a lot of black women, a lot of my black female friends are raising boys. They have an extra child. That's right. They are, you know, they are um, burdened with this. And then and then if they have mothers in their lives still. Right. If these boys, these men have mothers, the mothers hate the woman because, well, you don't do it the way I do it. That's right. 
Wow. That's you know, right. So there's, there's like a lot. I hear that all the time. And I'm like, you need to just surrender. Throw your hands up and let him. Don't emas- Don't continue to emasculate and Don't continue in the vein that she set up. That's right? right. Try your best. Because I know it's hard. I know it's hard. Because if you're going to be idiotic, I, I feel like sometimes I have no reason but to be an idiot back to you. Mm. But really, that's not <laughs> right. You, absolutely. You know, you should really try to fight that urge to be an asshole in return, and say to them, and you know what, I'm gonna be love, think love. Wow. You know, and hopefully they get it. And if they don't, then you might have to walk. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, Mark. I want to get your take on um, this, just as you know, to to close up at least this segment. Um, mm-hmm. To again, our counterparts that are that are listening, white our white um, audience. Oh yeah, I did mean to. No, to what that. do yeah. what 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 do you think they could do to contribute to this cause? Um, their intention has to be pure in whatever they choose, mm. whether it's listen to you, hear you without opinion, you know, um, or even express their opinion you know, express their thoughts and saying, I've had those same thoughts that she's had in the park. I felt the urge to do something like that before and I didn't do it. You know, you know, I think, I think honest, open exchanges, you know, are often going to lead to the things that we don't um, want to hear. But when you're, when you're, I, I, a professor said this to me in college, when you're, 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 when you're uncomfortable is when you learn. You have to be, uncomfortable in order to 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 get to for this to really seep in Mm. and um i mean i don't i don't know what else to tell them honestly i think you know know that you know it's not when when you see black people react this way it's not about you take yourself out of it the only reason why you have this um negative response is because you're guilty too The only reason you're responding this way, you know, you're guilty. You're complacent. You're, you're complicit in, 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 in this. And so that's why you say the things that mm. you say or nothing at mm. all, you know. So until you start to really act as if y- y- what you what you do and say is of no consequence. Mm. I know that's right. You know? Call, a thing, call a thing a thing. Mark, um, we want you to go ahead. I, if you have a reading that you wanted, um, to read, please, um, I want to give you the floor to do that, please. Okay. I've selected a couple of things. I'm going to read, um, one of my, uh, poems as I, I I like to call them narrative. Yes. We're ready. We are ready. (laughs) And not poetry. So this I just I wrote just the other day, and it it was in response to um, what is happening right now or in, in real time, and also me watching um, two documentaries, one about Malcolm X and one about Sam mm. Cooke. The Sam uh, Cooke one was so good, this, I, Mark. I watched that. Yeah, wasn't it? And good? I need the album so on vinyl now. It was so yes, it was so good. It made me go right to um, iTunes and like add. See. <laughs> Yeah, so this is this this one is called Paraphrase. Mm. Two killings in one week. And so you create the Negro. Why? In service to your enciphered strategies. And as you become abolitionist, benevolent white, even ally, the fabric of your pointed hat lay folded among your newest fine things. Your children would ask, would later ask, how come they can't do for themselves? Well, we did. Each time our contributions were pirated, repurposed, and whitewashed to look like something you did. Mm. For Malcolm, for Sam, for those with no name, let us continue to communicate the rent of Black life. Mm. Woo! <laughs> wow. <Mark. laughs> Amazing. Yeah. That is so full. I had to sit there and just like during the credits and like I was just full, you know, just. I am at at a complete loss of words. Yeah. I love it. it. (laughs) 
It's yes. unison. That's good. Mark, read another one. I know you. All right. So, so I have okay. I have another uh, narrative telling, and then I have a paragraph of a of a so called memoir that okay. I started. It's very brief. So let me read. Let me read the next one called Rant first. Um, <clears throat> I am without, without purpose. I am in, I am insignificant in your world. You try to do to me what they have done to you. Genocide, Holocaust, slavery, servitude, boxed up, imprisoned, control, hatred, mercilessness, ignorance. I am isolated. The air is always moist. And I observe you from a close by and far away place. Am I cut off from the world or have I simply adjusted to this hellish evolution? That's rant. Wow. Wow. I wrote that a long time ago. I forget uh, why. But yeah. No, but I love that you it called takes, it rent because yeah. it seems like we don't really yeah. have a buy-in. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? That yeah. ownership. Yeah. 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 So, Oof. yeah. So that uh, that's, yeah, that's some of the, so my, my third, my third book is going to sound a lot like that. Um, and the title, I'll, I'll tell you guys the title here first of the, the third book is going to be called Rude Poetry. Mm. Um, yeah, and it's that kind of slap your face uh, uh, verb. Well, it needs to be said. <laughs> so, I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. But there's, there's love in there, too. There's always love. Um, so this, this is a working title. I think this is going to be the title. Uh, friend, my same friend that I was mentioning earlier who has two daughters, she's also a writer. She's one of the people that encouraged me to write yes. creatively. Um, and she, one day she was like, Mark, I think you have a, I feel like you have a good story. You need to write your story. And I'm like, I'm too young for a memoir. You know, it's like, I haven't lived <laughs> to, to 50 yet. I don't think I deserve yes. one. Um, but this is titled, uh, memoir, a back there boy. In wow. So brief yes. paragraph. <clears throat> it is a strange thing leaving an island for vast opportunities in another man's country. Not that there were none at home. It is simply that they were never offered to you. Years later, you are a stranger and the island is full of people you know, but no friends there to return to. The air, the water, and the land welcome you, warmly, but that is all. And you miss it so. Strange, it forgives your leaving and understands why. Because love is all it knows. Twenty-something odd years later, Philadelphia is where you are, committed to this new lover. She is cold. Thoughts of divorce, a separation plagues the thoughts daily. Still searching, praying for opportunity to find you in this new and strange land of milk and honey. Wow. You are the the he that is a gay Mm. boy in no man's land. An ever-evolving climate of change, masked tolerance, bolstered hate, blocked sometimes by law. But when the sun goes down and the secret lives come out from their hiding places, hatred looks Mm -hmm. like the police. Citizens peeping cowardly from behind windows, would-be victims and repeat offenders, and spit comes flying in your direction on a bus going north down Broad Street. This wow. is reality. Wow. It's so vivid, yeah. Mark. It's very <sighs> I hate I hate I, I love reading that that opening, but I hate reading it too because it kind of takes me right back to that. That's a horrible experience. But Mark, wow. it, it's it's a, very on, poetic on and yeah. I love the transition um from one place into this new land. You know what I mean? Um you, you captivate so much mm. emotion and that and that stanza. I mean paragraph. Um, I, I can't wait for you to finish that. I want you to. So where can we get the book yeah. uh, that's already released? He has two book books out. out. Two books out already, okay. Yes, two two books. Um, you, got, you can follow me. The listeners can follow me on Instagram. It's uh, m.jamescooper. Um, and once you follow me on Instagram, in the, in the bio, there's going to be a link to Amazon that will take you to the latest book. Um, which is titled Tomorrow Please God, wow. The Seven Narratives. 
and it's a collection of seven um, shorts, fictional short stories about Caribbean life, politics, point of view, folklore, you know, just blackness in, in every way. Um, and then um, the first one is a mm-hmm. collection of narrative telling, like the two pieces I read first. And that one is called And Black Issues, one word. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, those are available. I'm going to put out, reissue the, the first book, a second issue of the first book. I'm going to change some things, add some, some anecdotes to it. It's almost done. It just needs to be submitted. Um, and yeah, so those were, those, those are the two books and that's your way of getting, and they're both available on Amazon, Kindle, and awesome. Um, Amazing. Apple. Mark, um, what else did I want to ask you as far as your handle? Um, are you starting? Cause right now I know you're on anchor right now, but are you going to start um, recording mm-hmm. so that people can hear some of these narratives? Yes. And if so, please give them that yes. handle as well and put that link in your bio. I will. Your anchor. Link. I think it's uh, yeah. I will. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be M M M James Cooper. Okay. Um, as well. Um. So when you guys sent me this information or asked me to join in, I was looking at the app and I'm like, oh, sh- oh, this does all this for you. You it's kind of easy. You record it. And you say, it sends out to all these different platforms. So I love that. So I kind of started crafting it. Um, and I beforehand I was thinking of getting a some kind of audiobook um uh, version going so it might be it, it'll it will be happening now that i have this app to use so i'll definitely share that with you guys once i um awesome. once I have some Absolutely. mark we thank you yeah. for this very poignant conversation um we are so thrilled that you were able to join us and i enjoyed it very much so indeed uh, indeed Absolutely. And this was therapeutic for me on multiple levels because I could not sleep for the past three days. So to just be able to voice this in a safe place among people who could have the conversation Mm. um, and it's thought provoking. You know what I mean? Not just a bunch of nonsense falling to the floor. Um, So guys, another action you can take there. If you're following Sean King, he does have a directive. If you want to um, help get those people who murdered um, George Floyd uh, to see some action done there. Follow those prompts um, so that you can take action in that way. Start learning about your local um, state and uh, country legislative processes as well um, so that you are aware. Wake up, people. Amen to Amen that. To it's that. time. Amen to that. It's time. It's time. And even if it does happen again, oh, which, yes. it, which I believe it will, you know, we'll have more. We'll yes. Be more, there'll be more yes. readiness for it. So, yes. So, definitely support those people. Spread the word. Repost, repost. You know, send it out there. Yes. Make them uncomfortable. And the them is, and the anybody. Them is anybody. Yes. Anybody. Yes. White or black. Because I've encountered a lot of black people who, one in particular, stands out to me during the um, Michael Brown verdict. And there was a protest going down the street and I turned and I asked the people around me, what do you guys think about all of this? And a black person (laughs) said to me, see, and that's a part of the problem. Yeah, another problem. Ice in my veins when I heard those words, I couldn't respond. I just had to slowly like slink away because the burn in me was like, oh my God, I cannot believe this Absolutely. was sent back to me as a black person. Absolutely. Another problem, another issue. We, we have to come together. We have to yeah. be unified. We can't kill yeah. our own and think we're going to fight a fight out there against anything else. You see what I'm saying? We have to come together. Right. Yeah. We can't. Yeah, we, we can't. It has to be about, and you know, I, I, just, to, just to, I know we, we want to wrap things up, but the um a lot of times you know i'll get this backlash you know if somebody asks me an opinion and i give my answer they'll be like oh my god mark are you racist and i'll be like do you think i'm racist because if you think that then that's your answer because if you could look at me and say that i'm racist automatically because i'm pro black yeah you have the problem not me absolutely 
you called me a racist. I never said I was a racist. I, I was That's a racist. Right. You said that. So it's 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 so um, okay with us as black people to go to Little Italy, to go to um, Chinatown, right, as a tourist destination to enjoy the 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 the, the beautiful things that That's these right. of people create. We don't call them racist. Oh, we don't talk call about them it. separatists. So why can't we have a little Africa? Why, why can't we have a little Africa in America? We've tried so many times to have it. It's been destroyed. Why? Because they understand more than we yeah, do right. our own power. They that's know right. our power. They don't want it, mm. they don't want it manifested. They don't want that to, to manifest because the people that it got stolen from, they knew it. When they laid eyes on it, they're like, damn, this is big. I want that, and they went yep, after wow. it with fervor. And once they and once they took it, and then they made they went there and they got educated and taught by us, and then they went on to Alexandria and went on to Rome and created new empires and came back and 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 and, and, and uh, over time just demolished us and continued to demolish us in phases, and they spread their own narrative, and we believe it. We believe that Greece mm-hmm. is the birthplace of civilization. Ooh. We we believe that. We don't believe that Africa is the birthplace birthplace of, of civilization. We don't. You know, so so we need to we need to know more. We need to understand more. And the more you know, the more it empowers you. And I'm I'm not one to say that I know everything. I do not know everything. I, I know a lot of smart, brilliant people. And I love being in their presence because yes, right. I'm a sponge. Mm-hmm. Man. You know, I love it. I love if I go to church and I go with church folks because I'm not a church, one of the church folks, I adhere to them. You know what I mean? Yep. I listen to what they have to say because this is this is your thing. This is what you do. You know, you know this Bible backwards and forwards. I mean, I agree with a lot of things when it comes to certain things. But again, the the the, yep. the refusal of knowledge, you know, you, ha- you have to be... Um, open to that and learning because the more you learn the better the better you situate yourself the better you absolutely fight this war absolutely well guys again follow mark on instagram make sure you guys click that link support him yes support his books uh we can't wait to talk to you again mark because we will be uh talking again we will reach out again we have to and guys definitely uh, hashtag make you want to holler if there's something that you guys feel passionate about, hashtag us, add us, DM us, let us know. We want to hear your voice in the matter. Yes. Till next time. Now tell on everything. Till next time. This concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, now tell on, on everything. everything.